Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. So they've advanced the ball. It's in the possession of Travers. Blanchfield at the top for a big three. Oh! He made the three and he got fouled by Illy. Wow. Todd Blanchfield's now got eight. Well, the Cats are going to have to foul or try to steal the inbound. And uh, if he can get this to one, that means the Cats will foul straight away. Oh, no. Doesn't make it, but gets it back. For the win! Webster! No timeouts yet. No foul. Illy runs through traffic. Doesn't go. Perth have pulled off the unbelievable. Corey Webster has pulled off the unbelievable at RAC Arena. It was in the bag. That is one for the ages. Blanchfield and that Webster. Is one for the ages. That is huge. Wowee, what a moment it was. And we've got the superstar, Huge. the finisher on Huge. the show. He's been in good form and perhaps the reason they've won the last three. Corey Webster is his name. Corey, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate that. Corey, talk us through that moment. You probably didn't have much time to think about this one, but a little birdie told me that maybe you didn't think the shot was for the win. Maybe it was for the tie. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. To be honest, um, I thought it was to send it into overtime. I'm not. I was just so in the moment that I was wasn't quite aware of what the score was. Um, I was kind of just playing out the game and sticking with the moment and trying to get it done. Um, and then once I hit that shot, everyone just mobbed me and started celebrating. And I, I, for a second, I was like, "Oh, hold on! Like it's not finished. We're in overtime." And then everyone just kept celebrating, and and I kind of looked up at the scoreboard and realized that we we were up one, so we had won the game. And then and then I kind of uh, then it all kind of sunk in, and I had a little celebration. Just thought that the boys really liked overtime, didn't you? I thought, geez, these guys are getting excited for OT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy moment. <laughs> well, it came from nowhere. I was, was watching it, and I jumped off the couch. Going, How good's this? It was yeah. daylight robbery, to be honest, because Melbourne were in charge of that game. But it wasn't all you. Toddy Blanchfield, of course, nailed the big three. Did he deliberately yeah. miss Very hard the to free do. throw to get the ball back? Because I watched his reaction. <laughs> now, I, I don't think he did, but what's he saying to the boys? <laughs> uh, man, first of all, first of all, shout out to Toddy on that huge three. That was That was... It's kind of been overshadowed a little bit by the moment, but that shot was massive, man. Um, honestly, he stepped up and hit that three. So, um, And then, man, we're rolling with – that was all part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd roll with it too. And what a moment, mate, in your 250th too, to, to finish it with that. It's just, it's just so special. And I tell you what, the Red Army was loving you. Yeah, that, that was a special moment. Obviously a, a huge milestone in my career and um, – the night couldn't have gotten gone any better. Honestly, in that last minute, everything needed to go right for us. And obviously, in those, in those moments, the basketball gods had our backs, and um, you know we we won that one. And that was just an amazing moment. And yeah, the crowd in there was was super loud. Um, yeah, that was 
spine tingling stuff for real. Normally those moments are reserved for Bryce Cotton to nail them and get the Wildcats yeah. home. But you've done this a lot throughout your career. You must be so used to the situation. How, how many game winners in that sort of scenario have you achieved throughout your time in the NBL? Uh, I'm not sure, but I have had enough, I've had a game winner in this arena before playing against Perth. Mm. Um, it wasn't an outside shot, though. It was kind of a floater in the lane. But... Um, yeah, I've hit one in this arena before, so <laughs> I'm pretty familiar with this arena. I love playing here. Even as an opponent, when I was with the Breakers, I always loved playing in this arena. It's just it's just a great atmosphere and a great basketball arena all around. So um, I'm not sure how many how many game winners I've hit, but, um, yeah, a couple in this arena. Well, there's no need to remind us of that, mate. I mean, we're, we're, right, on, <laughs> we're right on board you. We've, we've adopted you. We're, you're one of our favourites, and then you remind us of... <laughs> Uh, one of our undoings. But anyway, we'll, we'll move on from that. So tell us what's changed, Corey, from the, the Brisbane game, which was, you know, which was horrible, and then going to New Zealand when they're, they're sitting on top or second and they're on fire and you, and you turn around a disappointing game against Brisbane, you beat New Zealand, and then the next three have been fantastic. What was the turnaround? Was the Brisbane one the sort of the kick in the backside that, that's got us going? Um. Yeah, not only that game. I think it's all of our losses have been pretty disappointing. Um, we haven't quite played up to the standard that we expect from ourselves. And JR made some changes to the starting lineup, um, and that I guess it, everyone who everyone stepped up from that um, and took advantage of the opportunity. Um, I've I've kind of found my place and my role within the team. And you know, sometimes it takes a little bit of an adjustment period um, when you're in a new environment and a new team and a new coach and everything's new. Um, I haven't quite experienced that too much in the NBL, so that took a little bit of time to adjust to that. Um, now I'm comfortable. I think the team's comfortable with their roles. Um, and now, you know, we're, we're not quite there. Obviously, we've got things to work on with the defense and the defensive rebounding, but, you know, our offense is firing and keeping us in games. Um, but when it comes to winning a championship, you know, you need a, you need to get the defensive right. Um, the, yeah, you need to get that defense right too and that defensive rebounding. So, Obviously, still things to work on for us, but we're happy with how we're playing right now. Um, hopefully, we can string you know a good run together and put ourselves in a good position when it comes down to the end of the season. You talk about that turnaround moment, Scotty. I know when it was. It was when the New Zealand team tweeted about this man, Corey Webster. It was disrespectful. And since that moment, Corey's been the one. And J.A., as, as Corey just mentioned, he's tweaked the uh, the start of all the lineups. Mm. And, well, I think Corey's got some influence because he's now in the starting five. And look what's happening. Oh, you have been the difference. The last three games, uh, it's no coincidence that it has coincided with three of the best wins for the club this season. But going back to that tweet, you obviously felt a bit aggrieved given what you've given to New Zealand basketball. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, was, it was quite surprising, to be honest. You know, I didn't expect that from a club that I've given, you know, so many years to, given my heart and soul to sacrifice so much for. Um, you know, I grew up playing with that club. I, I came through their development system from a kid in high school through the development player role into a full-time player, starting player, won championships, you know, sacrificed time with family and friends and gave everything to that club for, you know, a good 11 years, 12 years, whatever it was. And for them to tweet something like that, it's, you know, I felt disrespected. I know... Um, you know, my family felt disrespected. A lot of people felt that was disrespectful. And, um, you know, the the support I got from that was amazing from the New Zealand fans. And 
Um, you know, a lot of people went at the club. I had messages from from players from the club saying, you know, they didn't agree with it, and you know, they told them to remove it. And I got a phone call from the coach, which was was nice, and he apologised. And um, so yeah, that was it was a bit of controversy, but moved on from that now. But I think you know that was a uh, was a moment that kind of lit a fire under me, and now I've um, kind of found, found my rhythm, and hopefully I can just stay consistent. You mentioned family, and early also you mentioned the the period that it took for you to really adjust to the Wildcats game. But I'll go back to the family. I think when Brady Manick was struggling, his family came over. His yeah. old man, to Sean Thomas, I think recently talking his to John really the other night. His family's arrived. And you going back to New Zealand as well, spending some time with your family. We probably miss that part in sport sometimes. How important it is, and how hard it is for some of these athletes. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't think people realize how hard it is for athletes to be away from their families for extended periods of time. Like, that's not normal. You know, people need their families. They need their kids. They need their wives. Um, they need that time to kind of get away from the game and take their mind off things, When, especially when they're struggling and not playing um, up to the standard that they expect from themselves. You know, that's kind of the refresher and, um, you know, it reminds you what's really important in life and it keeps you going. So, um you know, it's, it's yeah. I don't think fans realise how difficult that is, and a lot of sports players have to go through that. Um, it's really tough, and you know, I don't have my family over here at the moment because of situations with what we got going on back home. Um, but you know, to go back home and play in front of my family, I had my two kids there. Um, you know, that was that was an amazing feeling. Um, so hopefully, you know, I'll, I'll have my family over here soon, um, just after Christmas, to to spend some time in Perth with me. So that would be great. Hopefully that will help me keep up my good form. But, um, yeah, man, I think you can see it. Like, Tayshawn, he's got his family over here, his wife and his, his new little son, and he started to play well and be the Tayshawn that we know and he's done for his whole career. And, obviously, Brady with his family coming over and visiting. Um, it, it shows, man. Um, it's, it's really difficult being away from your family. It's, and I don't think people really quite understand how hard it is. Mm. And you're a long way from home too. It's not uh, It's not like you're in Melbourne or you're in Sydney. It's not a short three-hour flight. It's a fair trek to get over. So, mate, well, let me just say, we appreciate the uh, uh, the effort that you're putting in uh, under trying circumstances. I hope you enjoy the time with your family uh, when they get here at Christmas. But what we do with uh, a lot of our guests, Corey, is we try and dig a little deeper into them. We try and figure out what makes them tick. It's not just all about on court. You're a real person and we want to know a little bit more about you. So, I've got a little six-pointer uh, that I'll throw at you. Short answers, first thing that comes to your mind, and this will give us a good indication of what you're like off the court. So, first one, name your favourite okay. sport other than basketball and athlete. Oh, my favourite sport other than basketball. Um, honestly, um, I'm going to have to go with... Damn, that's a tough one. I don't really have a favourite sport other than basketball. It's like, it. Live and breathe the game. <laughs> yeah, like I don't watch too much sports. Like I watch like when there's a grand final on or a yep. huge boxing fight or like a huge UFC. But I, like I'm not too much of a sport watcher other than other than basketball. <laughs> who would be who would be your basketball hero then? Uh, Michael Jordan, yeah, my hero for sure. You'd be happy with the MVP being named now the Michael Jordan Medal. Oh, absolutely, that's awesome. Fair I didn't cool. know that until you said that, but. And we, we're filling you with so much information today. It's uh, this is good for you to come on our show. Let me tell you. Hey, uh, you open up your own restaurant, Corey. What's going to be the signature dish? Ooh, signature dish. Uh, <laughs> um, wow. 
Hard something to, with, it's hard to have a hungy when you're at a restaurant, isn't it? It's a bit tough. A uh, hungy, yeah, that doesn't quite work at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Please take a seat. Your meal will be with you in six hours. <laughs> <laughs> something, something chicken for sure. Something with chicken. Uh, if, if you're feeling a bit flat, uh, what song gets you up and about? Oh, I've got a few songs, but, but uh, I can't go with one, but I'll just say Nas is my favourite artist. So Nas. I'll go with him, Nas. Right, beautiful. Uh, tell us something we don't know about you. Oh, I've got a good one for that. So I'm actually a descendant of one of the Māori kings in New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I could talk about that for ages, actually. Really? You need a bit more information on that. Tell us, you know, where, where, is it, where does it all stem from? Where does it come from? Okay, so, yeah, so I'm on my mother's side where she's European Māori, um, and I think it's my, I would say, eight generations away. So my great-grandfather times eight generations is the Māori king. Um, king Tafio is his name. He was a king in the Tainui tribe, which is kind of in the middle of the North Island area. Um, he was one of the first kings to marry into, like, a European, a half-European um, woman, which was... Um, yeah, so that that lineage goes all the way down through my great 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 grandmothers on onto my grandmother, my mother, and then obviously onto my siblings. Hands down, the best answer yeah. to that question we've ever had. No one's had more Any power. Question. Yeah, no one's had more power than that. Let me tell you right now. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, two more for you. Do you have any secret talents? Secret talents? Yeah, I can freestyle. So like. When I was growing up, I used to do a lot of rapping and um, freestyling with my friends. And, you know, I've got, a, I've got quite a few friends that are rappers in New Zealand. So I'm pretty good at freestyling. Oh. I thought you were talking about swimming there for a second. <laughs> yeah, you're a really good swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, yeah, I can do that too. I can do that too. <laughs> well, we're going to have to, in another chat, we're going to have to hear a bit of uh, Corey Webster freestyle on SEN. <laughs> That's never been done before. We want to break new ground. And the last one, mate, what makes you way more angry than it should? Oh, wow. Man, way more angry. Um, not too many things make me angry, to be honest. I, I'm like, I, I, quite, I stay quite level-headed and I don't sweat the small, the small stuff. But um, being away from my kids makes me angry. Not angry, but upset. You know, I don't get too angry at things these days. Great mentality to have. I wish I, I sweat everything. I, I reckon right if you got now. benched when you're on a heater, like you're on fire and the coach says, just sit down have for a, a spell. moment. That wouldn't be much fun, would it? <laughs> That would make me angry for sure. If I had hit, if, you know, if I had three or four shots in a row, feeling good, I'm in the rhythm, and got benched, then yeah, I'd get angry for a moment. <laughs> I have noticed the coach has given you more court time, and that has uh, yeah. transpired to more points and more wins for the Perth Wildcats. Thanks for your time, Corey. We've really got to know you on a different level more Great than shit. anybody else. We really do Nas. appreciate it. We've got a Nas for you just to finish off too. Oh, there we go. Here we go, best rapper yeah. of all time. Depth beyond the walls of intelligence. Life is defined. I think of crime when I'm in a New York state of mind. State of mind. New York state of mind.